103.9 FM, The Voice of Truth. Remember, we are transmitting live from the beautiful historic town of Bukuru. We are The Voice of Truth. 70 minutes into the hour of... 11 o'clock. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to Money Wise. This, uh, this is the program that talks about different sectors of the economy. And today, like every other Thursday, we get to look at technology. And joining us to have that conversation is Desa David, the Director General of the Plateau State Information Communication Technology Development Agency. That's PIGDA. He's also the member of the Presidential Advisory Committee on Technology and Creativity, Innovation and Creativity. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you very much, Sonia. It's glad to have you here. Yeah, same here. Happy New Year. I don't think we've seen this year. No, no, I know. I can't. So happy Happy New Year to you and congratulations on two years in office. Oh, thank you. How's the journey been so far? Yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, A lot of learning a whole lot of unlearning, mm-hmm. you know. I would say I've developed as a person and also my understanding has also improved. You know, in terms Absolutely. Of, you know. Talking about that understanding, we, we've actually <laughs> seen a shift. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Now, let's start from last year. During the height of the COVID-19 pandemic in Plateau State, uh, you, your agency actually developed a monitoring mechanism for people coming in and out of the state. Even though we had mixed feelings, there were those who praised it, there were those who did not praise it. Uh, using that technology, have you been able to translate it to... Uh, other sectors maybe security or for business okay so like i said i've grown in i've 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 uh i've grown up also in terms of my understanding on uh how technology should be properly put into use and how policies we should heed the adoption of technology in uh, in governance yeah so uh apparently so everywhere I go, a lot of people keep asking me questions about uh, our role during the pandemic and all of that. Seems to be the highlight of my of my office. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I I think um, one of the things I've learned is, uh, and I'll keep saying everywhere I go to is that technology. Uh, when, when, we should have, we should know when to differentiate between when we have an innovation problem and we have a policy problem. Mm-hmm. You know. Train technology at problems is not the solution to most. Uh, a lot of people think whenever, whenever we have an issue, just take up technology and throw at a problem. And what it I, solves it. And it solves it. But what I've learned is that that doesn't give solution to the problem. You know, technology sits on process, which means a critical mass of understanding or a critical mass of people needs to understand what uh, process needs to be on ground before we adopt technology, you know. So, uh, our successes and failures have been in the use in, in 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 the development of processes and then bringing technology to ride on these processes and also uh, where we've learned where we've learned our lessons are places where we try to use technology where there are no processes. So, if you look at that, you understand what <laughs> where I'm trying to go into. So, first of all, helping the state to understand the need for uh analytical processes to be on ground before technology comes. But also understand the bias from the public, general public always shout, ah use drone to solve this problem. Oh no, no, no. Put uh use uh a computer here, use a computer there, you know. 
a whole lot of that. But what I can say we have succeeded in achieving lately in this government is that we have been looking at processes, we're looking at where processes overlap, which has always been a problem, and then looking at where we already have an existing process that's going on, how we can actually use technology to solve most of the problems. And I can tell you there is a lot of things going on currently uh, within the government in terms of um, bringing up uh, bringing up processes where there are no processes, uh, trying to remove the gap, you know, in terms of our understanding of technology and also where the agency has to come into play or to come into play to, to, to deploy technology. And that's working very, very well. So, Okay, so before <laughs> we get any further, just for proper understanding, when mm -hmm. you say processes in this context, what do you mean? Okay, so uh, before technology comes, is used in solving a problem, there is need for us to understand what was happening, what was the norm, you know, what problem should technology solve? If I have to see the camera at the border, you know, we need to understand. So once you get this, once somebody, once you have a culprit, who is the next person you should call, what you should do next, and the next person, who is the next person, what, what is the next thing? You know, these processes are just how uh, a chain of events that take place in solving a particular problem. Mm -hmm. In mainstream civil service, there are a lot of processes currently ongoing. It might be manual, but there are processes. So when you are trying to bring technology, you have to look at what is the existing project. What are we automating? What should we automate, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and all of that. Now, cost of governance has become a recurring conversation. I mean, presently, we're still having that conversation. And one of the solutions that have been brought forward is the elimination of ghost workers. And we know that in Plateau State, we've also had issues with ghost workers. And that has, uh, to some extent, been looked at. Now, but how can you checkmate using technology to either prevent those who are collecting salaries in two different agencies or those who don't actually go to work but collect monies okay so i i, I think one of the places well this is one of the areas the governor particularly is really interested in yeah i remember the first time i was appointed the governor told me something i think one of the mandates he gave me that just find a way to deal with the ghost workers in our database you know what we have achieved so far is first of all relying or relying on existing infrastructure like the bvn uh, and now NIN, mm -hmm. you know, the old ways that this have been done is getting civil servants to line up and capturing their biometrics. No two people have the same fingerprints. fingerprints. That's usually the the idea. And then we thought that was expensive to achieve, you know, because a lot of infrastructure needs to place on put on ground, you know. And so what we are doing is that why can't we adopt what we call uh, a kind of a G2G idea since there is another, uh, there is already uh, an establishment that's already collecting fingerprints of people. And we know every civil servant has a uh, bank. There's already BVN that is reliable. So what we did or what we are still doing, doing. Mm -hmm. is to have every civil servant submit his BVN. You know, so, so is it just state or local government? This particular okay. So now what, what we what we are doing is we are currently doing it at state level, and I think local governments are trying to adopt him. Mm -hmm. You know, so no two persons have no two persons or no one person have uh, has to uh, BVN. Mm -hmm. So what we are trying to do now we've used BVN to match to see people who have multiple BVN, who have different accounts. Are they existing twice in the database and all of that? So that's has been proof. What we are trying to do now also is the name 
if you can recall last um a week ago the governor inaugurated a committee that should also look into um and Plateau State has also been given the mandate to yeah, register. a committee is already to to to, to check mm-hmm. the uh, existing civil service database to see to to actually solve the same problem you spoke about, and then a whole lot of uh, technology is being used here. Uh, like I explained, using existing infrastructure, in BVN to check how many people, how, how many, uh, how many times are you appearing in the database and all of that. Because if you submit two account numbers, it simply means you're going to submit same BVN. Yes. Because no, uh-huh. you just have one BVN exactly, exactly, individual. Exactly. And then also uh, we, t- we we try to look at uh, the record you submitted with BVN. Is it does it tally with what we have at the state? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, then question is raised. We mark you. There's a red flag there, you know. So this process are processes that's currently ongoing. Yeah. Uh, and how effective has he been so far in curbing this particular menace? And what do you intend to achieve at the end of the day? No single civil servant should be on the state's payroll twice. You know, it's, 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 it's a financial uh, ethics that we're trying to adopt currently. You cannot earn from the, same, from the, gov- from the state government two salaries. Mm-hmm. Whether you work for two organizations, whether you are even an appointee of government, you cannot earn from the same source twice. These are the things we're trying to achieve. It goes with the World Bank requirement for uh, accountability and uh, transparency. And and, mm. and uh, the success so far? Yeah. I think one of, in fact, at, at some point we ran, the first time we ran this, we were able to pull about 200 people who, who were replicated. So that saved us a lot of uh, monies <laughs> that the government has uh, been able to save yes, in, in terms of now now looking at that and i know you you probably do not hold brief mm. in this particular area but does that mean that you know once you are able to have vest from this present crop you know the people who are actually uh, either getting twice or not coming to work and getting the salaries does that mean that once you are able to clean the system uh, employment would actually be carried out. Yeah, of course. Well, if if people are retiring every day, you know, uh, once there are sp- once we have spaces, it means we we'll call for people to fill in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's the intention of the Mr. Governor to see that uh, there are opportunities created for 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 new intake into the civil service. So without 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 saving costs, you can't have more people into it. Bearing in mind the the wage bill we have currently at the state level. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, now let's l- move away from yeah. a- a- and go to revenue collection. Now, it has been a sore thumb a- to a lot of people, especially those who are doing businesses, where some even pay, you know, three different uh, revenue collection or, or, or points. You know, you're paying local government, you're paying state, you're paying federal. There's so many issues with multiplicity of uh, taxes and revenue. H- have you or your organization, you know, looked into that to kind of solve the problem, especially on the plateau? Uh, well, I'm just happy that you mentioned most problems that, the, that this government is already solving. Just in 2020, the, a law was passed, the Consolidated Revenue Law, mm-hmm. that brings all revenue to one source. It's a law. As a matter of fact, even at local government level, there is a the power of attorney being given to the state to collect for them. So and uh, so the state con- now collects revenue for, 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 the, for, local for, for the local government and remits to the local government. Mm-hmm. Now this is to boost revenue generation or collection across the state. So what it means that we we have one single source of revenue collection in the state right now, passed as a law. Now, 
automation wise we are automating the entire system to actually uh, accommodate this new regime of taxation now that now i do know uh that in in nigeria one of the issues is not the laws or the policies it's actually implementation and that's where you know the problem arises are there boots on the ground you know to ensure that this automation takes place and how long a time are we looking at before it is fully automated okay so we we have until 18th of this month to 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 have our first pilot implement uh, deployment of this automation process. so i'm sure we are meeting you to this right <laughs> the, so the, in 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 12 days in 12 days we should have the first pilot okay. Pilot means we're going to start testing on the new system to see how it's performing, and then there will be major upgrades, feature changes subsequently on this new uh, initial deployment. So you know how technology works. You don't just you don't it's not you don't get it at first. You keep moving until you get to you keep getting feedback from people and keep upgrading. Like what I'm trying to say is we are we are having we are coming close to what we call a perfect uh, close to a perfect taxation system in Plateau State right now in terms of laws and in terms of automation. All right. Okay, so we are having the conversation with Desa David, the Director General of the Plateau State Information Communication Technology Department, Development Development Agency. I beg your pardon. Thank you. Thank you very much. He is also the member of the Presidential uh, Committee on Technology and Innovation. And uh, we are having the conversation on technology drive in Plateau State. Now, let's look at the massive innovation potential on the plateau and how has, you know, the Plateau State government been able to harness this innovation potential in Plateau State? Well, before I was appointed Director General of uh, the ICT Agency, I was, I founded uh, NHUB, which was the first innovation hub in northern Nigeria. I was doing my thing because I understand that uh, somehow we all have to rise up to the, to the society challenges, you know. One of the key things we, we were doing at NHUB is to actually groom young talents, give them a lot of, provide them support infrastructure for that will enable them to grow, you know. Now, why I'm bringing this is because each time when we speak about huh, the contribution of uh, government in the development of technology or innovation, whatsoever you want to call it, there's also the part of the people, the citizenry to do. Now, I'm using my story because we started NHOP when there was nothing, when there was nothing about technology. When you mention Plateau State in Nigeria, nothing, or you mentioned just nothing comes around technology. That, But then somehow we started, and this grew international. And when you mentioned just people begin to think, oh, that city with young tech talents and all of that. Now, I stated, uh, what I'm trying to do is to actually bring the demarcation between what the government should do and what the public should do. Uh, private uh, individuals should also do. Mr. Governor has taught it twice. Like, how do we have so much internet penetration plan to state? Sonia, you are here because you are not in Kwanpan or uh, you're from Kwanpan, right? I'm from Kwanpan. Okay, you are not in Kwanpan now because you are not in Kwanpan, you're in George. And I'm sure because of the, op- the availability of opportunities, you, you, you thought you would get in George. Even People. though I wasn't the one that migrated, but yeah. Again, well, yeah. well, you would have gone back to Kwanpan. <laughs> <laughs> I when get you, your point. <laughs> when, when you realize your parents move you out of your wish. 
And so internet penetration brings about a lot of opportunities. So what Mr. Governor did was to reduce the right of way. Because initially, before you can put internet, before internet gets to compound, in the old regime, you have to pay about six to 7,000 naira per meter. That's what, how much telecommunication companies pay to lay fiber optics. Per meter, 6,000 naira. So imagine the, how uh, the distance from here to compound. Compound, yeah. Mr. Governor has reduced to 145 naira. Has even made it even clear that it can be made free for companies that are willing to lay down fiber optics. This is in our understanding that broadband can bring, can support creativity, can support innovation, can support development across uh, anywhere as far as it's there. These are the support infrastructure which I mentioned earlier that even private individuals that want to invest in technology companies can look, can, can, can be inspired about, you know. So we have reduced that. That's why. <laughs> 145 naira and also free. Mr. Governor has also traveled around this country. Like last year, we've been traveling with Mr. Governor around around this country, trying to speak with technology companies to come to Plateau State now, given the new regime, of course, the new uh, free right of way. Let me call it free because from 7,000 7, to 145 naira is absolutely free mm-hmm. if you look at, if you compare financially. Now, that's one. Secondly, the question of how do we even support young talents in Plateau State? We started the program, picked us a program called Coach Plateau, which trained a lot of young people, and we are still training a lot of it till date. The second quarter started, you know, and then because we, 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 we realize the importance of skills in young people. Now, this we have started already. Those we have, we've been receiving success stories from those who have from our past fellows, you know. And also, the next question is, how do we even protect local companies? Because when we train these young people, they work for technology companies. Where are the technology companies? Let's assume we have five. How do we even protect these five? We, that's the reason why we issued the guideline that says uh, all MDAs, all government agencies that want to deploy technology must seek within Plateau State first before going outside. So what we have done is giving them the first right of, receiver, first right of refusal we only give a waiver once we say that there is no technology company within Plateau State that can handle such kind of tax. So, so what you're saying is that uh, the the government through PICTA is allowing for Plateau Plateau to come first. Yes. When it comes to, to, to uh, uh, employing or no, no, when no, it comes to deploying patronage. Patronage. Okay. For instance, I want a website. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ministry of Lands wants a website. Does it go to Lagos to get a company to deploy, develop a website for? Or it looks so you look for within. within. Now, there's also the issue of ease of doing business. There's also the issue of protecting in terms of physical security. And we know that one of the ways that, you know, people have suggested that that be done is through technology. What are your thoughts on that? Yesterday was the governor's birthday. One of the things celebrated by him was the fact that he's a peaceful man. He's a man that loves peace a lot. And then, of course, you can. It's it's there. The data is there. The stat is there. Compare what we have and what we used to have in terms of peace, peaceful environment. Go to just now. You see a lot of buildings coming up. What does that tell you? It tells you a lot of migration is taking place. A lot of people are moving to just. I was. I came. I went to Amadubelo some a week ago. I think for the first time, like in five or six months. And uh, to my surprise, I, I saw new buildings go around. You see a lot of businesses opening up shops that signifies there is we are there's a relative peace in plateau state at the moment 
Now, but what we are saying when you talk about the ease of business, I just said we've reduced taxation on right of way, meaning technology companies can have it for free now. Mm-hmm. That's we are we are we, we have reduced the cost of entering to this market. Secondly, I also said we've given local companies uh, first right of disposal in terms of uh, patronage by any government organization. What we are patronizing means we appreciate the fact that you are in JOS and we are giving you businesses for you to remain in JOS. I guess the old regime where companies are to be brought from outside to empower them and they go back to where they're coming from. Now these are the, this 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 these are this these are development initiatives to see that technology becomes mainstream in plateau state. And a, a whole lot of others like for instance the eye for eye which the governor assented to last about a month ago that gives innovation spaces internet for free. So what does that mean? It means even if you want to learn internet spaces for free the whole state or just you know particular you apply parts? as an innovation hub you apply mm-hmm. you see okay a lot of people a lot of residents plateau residents come here to learn you give knowledge for to this you are a hub but you are but, but, but you are constrained by a lack of internet so we say okay fine we we'll drop internet for you there once you apply once you apply mm-hmm. we look at we, we we carry out we carry out inspection and then once you meet the requirements we put internet for you there there's no state that is doing all of this university. There's no state in Nigeria, not even Lagos, that the state government is taking deliberate attempt to boosting the technology ecosystem. No state in Nigeria. You can quote me anywhere. Now, there's one mm. thing that uh, the PIGDA has or is desiring to do, which is to kind of make Plateau State a Silicon Valley kind of situation, you know, replicating what is yeah. uh, available in California. Is that too much uh, a dream, considering two years in office, how much have we achieved? Well, you know, well, I, I love this question because, you see, all the conversation I'm giving you is how to make Plateau State conducive for technology companies to move into. We're making a conducive place for, for talents to grow. Giving local, giving innovation hub free internet is an attempt to make more talents to come in. Giving right of way is for us to have broadband penetration because having making it's plateau, it's not just you have five developers in compound, six developers in Mikam, it, it goes around plateau state. So oh, if yeah. you look at it, it's the overall objective of trying to achieve this company, all the initiatives you know, the policy implement the ICT policy of plateau states are just one, which is what you mentioned. Major goal to make plateau state conducive for. The ecosystem. Okay, let me even tell you something that happened uh, some months ago where uh, PIGDA had to sit with all the developers, uh, programmers in Plateau State at the government house with security agencies, the police, the military, the DSS, everybody to, to, to actually project these people as a feature of this country and to say we want to protect these young people. Why? Because we know a lot of talents exist elsewhere. By seeing the fact that Plateau State is making a deliberate attempt to protect them, they'll move to Plateau State. Now, two things. Demand and supply of labor. While we're investing in the supply through Code Plateau, another form of training we've been doing to, to have a lot, a critical mass of talent, the other part we are looking at currently is how to have the demand side because talent will always move where there is demand. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have a lot of people leaving Plateau State to Lagos. So the question is, how do you have more companies within Plateau State? Now, that informs the new tax regime that I said earlier. Bring them almost for free. Give them opportunity to stay in Plateau State. Create the ease of this, which, are, which is a way of creating a new, uh, to ease. Um, doing business doing on business the Plateau. In Plateau State. And then, once these companies are here, this talent, this demand, these skills that required the demand gets placed or something like that. So this, 
Now, we'll take a very short break here. When we come back, we'll be looking at infrastructure that has been put in place because uh, these individuals are definitely not going to be, you know, showing their talent or using their talent in the air. And one of the things that they will need are actually infrastructure and processes, like you mentioned at the beginning of the show. This is Till Money Wise on KT 103.9 FM, the voice of truth. Join the conversation by sending your calls through to 08-1039-04737. That is 08-1039-04737. Or send a text message to 08061665120. Zero zero eight zero six one six six five one two zero. I am Dashay Sonia Kenmi, and we'll take a short break. We'll be right back. We are KC one three point nine FM, the voice of truth. Yeah, I remember times when I ain't. FM, you're now rocking with the best. We're heading for the scars, truth, no lies. I am Eddie Eddie Vibes, and I say stay jiggy. Rock your day with KT 103.9 FM, the voice of truth. We are KC103.9FM, the voice of truth. 
Glad to have you join us. It is still KT 103.9 FM, the voice of truth. Remember, we are transmitting live from the beautiful historic town of Bukuru. We are the voice of truth. Dashe Sonia Kenmi, that's my name. Call me Miss Dash or Shot Girl Magic. I have with me in the studio, Desa David, the Director General of the Plateau State's Information Communication Technology Development Agency, that's PICTA, and we are talking about Plateau State using technology to solve uh, problems in Plateau State. And one of the things during the introduction that my guest said is that there must be processes or at least some uh, sort of process in place for technology to work. And we've had a conversation on, you know, helping to solve the issue of cost of governance when it comes to understanding or reducing ghost workers as well as those who are collecting multiple salaries. We've also had a conversation on the... Uh, dream, which is to replicate what's happening in California in Plateau State. That's talking about Silicon Valley. Join the conversation by sending a text message to 08061665120 or call the number 08103904737. Now, before we went on the break, we said when we come back, we'll be looking at the infrastructure that has been put in place to ensure that these uh, talents that are being taught in the code plateau that's it that's the name code plateau yeah code plateau uh those talents that are brought forth from code plateau the infrastructure that they would need to establish themselves on the plateau and by plateau i don't mean just north or just south but you know maybe in about this or somewhere else Oh, <laughs> I have to laugh. I have to go to my village. <laughs> but do you have a hub in your village? I mean, okay, so I what, can what, boast what, what, of having uh, a hub in Panpan. <laughs> oh, thanks to Governor Lalo for that. <laughs> so what, what, what we are doing at that level is mostly experimental. Like, how do we support creativity and innovation from the rural community? Instead of having a, 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 an LG-wide internet coverage is it possible if we can just have a, a location with internet and see how that's going to spur creativity and innovation these are things we are looking at like i said earlier the and these jobs, are pilot stages yeah it's pilot, pilot stages. the jobs of 20, 21st century are usually distributed you don't have to be in, in, in person i was in just working for a company in the uk that's our 21st century job workforce is looks like now it's now a global village yeah, you don't have so. to actually be there exactly so instead of saying work at home why can't you work from a hub and that's why we encourage a lot of private individuals to invest in setting up innovation hubs and earlier i said there is the role of government and there is the role of private individuals when we started end hub there wasn't anything from government about what a hub is but we started it nonetheless we created as much impact as we could and we are still creating such impact in date so there's need like what, what, what i was putting there the government is playing its own role in terms of implementing its policy to support innovation hubs meaning people people who love plateau state individuals who love plateau states who love technology and love plateau states can come and invest in setting up innovation hub the best the government can do is to to, to make it easy for you to do that and that's what the government is trying to do currently mm-hmm. So, but are there going to be, let's say, grants? Are there going to be yeah, concessions? Yeah, we said that. Okay, like giving you free to... internet is already like giving you a grant to have internet in your home. 
<laughs> so uh as much a lot are coming still like i said once we've we're able to record impact with free with this free internet we're giving to innovation hubs we can look at the next thing we don't want to push everything and say okay we, are, we want to do this because this person is you know we want to study we have we have a strong m and e team that studies the impact of whatever we are doing at big Dan. Mm-hmm. now the, the you you actually made mention of uh, code plateau which is like a school or learning it's, it's, it's a program that that, 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 that trains mm-hmm. yeah so we have it in cohorts the first cohort finished and we waited this long because we needed to see the impact created from our mie team and we see that it was good and so we started the second cohort so how can individuals apply especially those who maybe are young and willing to have you know technology education okay so we have a facebook page pick that platicity information and communication development agency facebook page just like the page and then subsequently follow up with announcements there so we usually announce uh i also do that on my own facebook page and of course the state government uh, page page as well so we we exhaust we, we exhaust all the social media channels to mm. to make sure uh like uh, let me even we we needed we needed just 20 people and then we got 700 plus requests now kudos to the young people because it shows there is a z people want people are yearning for knowledge you know so the reason why we are trying to uh, because of that the governor approved the establishment of uh, office of local content development plus to say just a desk office for now to to actually Explore uh, onshore and offshore support for development of local content in Plateau State, mm-hmm. IT local local content, and this this particular quote of Code Plateau is is coming from directly from other that office. So what this means is that the governor uh, has institutionalized local content development in Plateau State. Now, I, I know that you have, um, based on the aspiration of this particular, your agency to make Plateau State a technology hub. Now, in Africa, generally, it is said that Nigeria is actually the epicenter when it comes to innovation as well as innovators of technology. Uh, do you see that happening in Plateau State? Do you see Plateau State becoming the epicenter of the epicenter when it comes to technology in Africa? Yeah, well, if we continue this, in this space, in this space we are currently on, mm-hmm. I, I'm 100% certain it's going to work. At some point, we have a lot of technology companies coming to just come and seek for talents. Mm-hmm. Like the facts are there, Sonia. It's it's not it's not just something. If if you are not just paying attention, you would not know. Mm-hmm. At some point, I can mention very large Nigerian projects developing Plateau State. USAID award winning projects, IT projects of 2020 was developing Plateau State, but people living in Plateau State. Aye, the Aye you see every day was developed in Plateau State. Here, people are migrating to come and search for talent within the state. But now, like I said earlier, it's a good thing that talents are growing. Now, what the government is trying to do is how to actually have these companies living here. Because instead of moving these talents out of Plateau State, how do we have these talents live in Plateau State and work? And that's why we give. That's that's what inspired the new tax regime. Mm-hmm. You know. Come, let's come, let's talk. Set up in Plateau State. Stay in Plateau yeah, State. State. And so this would attract exactly. uh, even even more revenue to, to, to the, the states. states. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you very much. And, and you've not given us a time frame that we should look at. And I, I like to look at time frames. And when do you see that happening? Well, we, we, uh, I see policy expires in 2025. Mm-hmm. So 
we can review in 2025. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, and I would pick you on that. Yeah, in like, 2025, okay. So now let me mention this. I always tell people that the peace infrastructure is usually underrated. Remember, businesses move. We always move to a peaceful environment. Governor Lalo has achieved considerable feat in terms of peace in Plateau State. All we just pray for is this to be extended to many more to 2025. I guarantee you, the only condition is once we have peace in Plateau State, once we can consolidate on the existing peace in Plateau State for that long. Okay, mm. thank you very much. Mm. Uh, for having that conversation with us. This is where we wrap it up on MoneyWise on KT 103.9 FM. It has been an exciting conversation. Uh, remember that if you have a hub, maybe you should key into some of these uh, concessions that have been put in place. Or if you have a telecommunication organization or outfit, please do key into that. Dashi Sonia Kenmi, that's my name. Call me Miss Dash or Shotgun Magic. Have a good morning. Top of the hour of 12 o'clock will be time for 103 Woman. We are KC 103.9 FM. The voice of truth. Jot it down, I bring it through the ghetto without riding round, hiding down, ducking straight from
I'm frustrated, you stuck in a way. Just read a magazine that puffed up my day. How you rate music that thugs with nothing relate to it? I help them see they way through it, not you. Can't step in my pants, can't walk in my shoes. Bet everything you work, you lose your time. You I'm in a position to talk to these kids and they listen. I ain't no politician, but I kick it with them a minute. You see, they call me a menace. And if the shoe fits, I wear it. But if it don't, then y'all are swallowed. Too grit and bear it. Now who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics? Who did inherit the title? Put the youth in hysterics. Using his music to steer it. Sharing his views and his merits. But there's a huge interference. They're saying you shouldn't hear it. Maybe it's hatred I spew. Maybe it's food for the spirit. Maybe it's beautiful music I made for you to just cherish. But I'm debated, disputed, hated, and viewed in America. As a motherfucking addict. Like you didn't experiment. I'm not putting on right now. My mind's house. Front you with the out in front of He say with that head up, but we don't fight fair, bruh. Catch you slipping from your backside, then knock you out. Ace gon' stomp you out, my Buddha gon' stomp you out. Mama ever seen you with a busted out and busted out? Poking out, poking out. Death Row days, show you what this West Coast about. Jump in front of bullet for my mother, mother, mother. I'm the bad guy, lie for my mother. Bank I drive for my mother, for my mother. Really, really for two minutes. Drop it, drop it down on you like a couple nickels. I be laughing to the bank like the money tickle. Dropping something that you ain't top off, suck a nipple. And I never put a before my bro. Don't be for no in my, in my. If you can't open your door, hope you buy from my, buy from my. When it rains, it pours, it's dry from me and my. Yeah, I, for my, vice versa. Eyes red from the white person. Got my middle finger on with my little finger to you. That's where it's all, yeah. Except my. Said it, I'm a ride for my Most likely I'm a die for my I've been grinding outside all day with my The name going in and so with my hitters My hitters, my hitters My hitters, my hitters My hitters, my hitters Remember J.U.S.T. Monday Cause I remember We held it down, us three, Monday I remember. Remember me trying to flee mine again. Cause I remember. Through the airport with 30 G's, mine again. Cause I remember. Got incarcerated with them G's, mine again. Cause I remember. Looking forward to when they set you free, mine Oh, I remember. Yeah, cause this life that I'm living has got a partition. One half good, the other half good, man's constant like a trippin'. Even after making all this money, yes, I still wanna go back. Even after making all this money, yes, I still wanna go back. Cause I can't shake the memory. No. Just can't shake the memory. No. Remember how we ran the streets, we my friend. We are KC103.9 FM, the voice of truth. And now, and time now. for the 103 trending songs of the week. In no particular order, Wonder Boy comes through with a smashing hit single titled Kilometer. Kilometer. Kilometers. 
Aliwa House Images featuring Watchel Hitty Airways with a new track titled Wicked. Titled, I just wanna relax and chill and flex. I don't want no stress. I feel it really good. I feel it really blessed. Cause my killer is the best. I'm a toast show in a red mini skets. I should carry both straight for her head. So don't stress me, no disturb me. Oh, hey. Me, I want day with my killer, my killer, my killer. Yeah. Me, I want a day with my killer, my killer, my killer. Me I want flex, my gale, my gale, my gale, yeah. Me I want a day with my gale. Oh na na, oh na na, oh And from MTV and Katie's Urban Top 20 Countdown comes Rag and Bone featuring Pink with a pop single titled Anywhere Away From Here. Wild and running, feeling this is burning bright. We knew nothing. Out of sight, out of mind Before we ever learn the fear of being bored Before we ever were afraid of the unknown When the lights go up I don't think I told you Alright, there you have it, the KT Trending Songs of the Week. Listen for full airplay at 3 or check out at KTFM Jaws for more on this amazing artist. Rock your day with KT 103.9 FM, the voice of truth. Say, woman, you cannot 
body baby katibina shakupenda siku hii acha jina ukakupa bidu wala somo china hakika nitaikatia bima eh when you move your body baby katibina shakupenda siku hii acha jina ukakupa bidu wala somo china hakika nitaikatia bima